And in the garage, there's a staircase beneath the van that has the toolbox. So that's where I go to run and loot after we'd like wiggle each other. And then I, this guy's shooting at me and it scares me so much, Giga, that I jump and I alt tab my game and I have to alt tab <laughs> back in. As I'm alt tabbing back in, he shoots at me again. I, my screen comes up and I see he's missed me both times. And I'm like, are you serious? Right. So I kill him. But of course, because he didn't hit me, I lose scav karma, you know? Yep. And then his buddy comes around and then he kills me as I'm like, cause I'm literally stuck inside. And I was just like, I am so, I'm, I'm never killing, I'm, I'm, I'm always killing scavs. I don't care that you're a player scav. I was pretty tilted, but. Welcome to Scav Talk. An Escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continuing development of game, patch note analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church. I do video editing for a content creator that plays Escape from Tarkov named Airwing Marine. And I'm Gigabeef, a Tarkov YouTuber helping you guys get better at the game. And welcome back to the show. And I'm on the road again, by the way, if you guys on audio haven't been able to see me sat in a random office. Um, so just to, just to point that out to begin with. But, you know, stick to the schedule. We've got to get it done. So here we are again. <laughs> Hashtag dedication. Exactly. I love it. So, man. Church, how are you in the first, the first podcast we're doing post-wipe? How is yes. it going? It's good, man. It's, it's good. Lots of good. Uh, I'm, I, I'm very happy that they got rid of the Christmas gift. Once I saw they like leaked leaked it out in the Twitter feed and the lore details okay. that you know it was like a missing cargo shipment and there was like some uncertainty if it was going to be all of it was going to be gone or part of it was going to be gone but some proper investigation from some people in the community they were like yep it looks like it's going to be all gone and I am just so ecstatic about that dude that just like <laughs> made this wipe for me like outside of the changes they've done to the game like just that alone i was really excited to get into the wipe for just that one reason because man it's just like ah it's it's perfect it's so good it's so good i agree like and i even just love how they got into it in the first place you with the law with the with the ship and everything yeah so good like and we've talked, we talked about this ages ago, right? Like ages ago, right from the like right from when we first started doing this, I was saying like this is what they need to do. It's going to engage the community. Everyone's going to yeah. love it. And we talked about Fortnite and we talked about um, Call of Duty. Call and of like, Duty, yep. This is like this is it. You know, they're they're doing the things that we thought they should do in terms of mixing the law with the gameplay and you know coming up with legitimate reasons as to why stuff has happened. Like it's it's easy. It's not that hard, right? You just say, oh look, there's a, a shipment that's been you know it's been contained for carrying contraband <laughs> and it's been you know it's been. Like, compounded or whatever by the un or something and it's got 450 rounds of bp in it or oh, and a santa beard i love that that was just so funny <laughs> the contraband yeah. santa beard but um yeah honestly i love the way that they got into it it's really good i think because the confusion yeah. was about because you had 900 of it right and then i think they reduced it to 450 when no one noticed That's at some right. stage right yeah and then it said 450 on the thing so people were like oh is it half but like people right. picked up the christmas yep. gift for ages and didn't realize that they changed it because maybe they thought it was too much and so it was actually completely gone but yeah that's like such a good thing like the, the bp last time was was kind of it, early game ending in so many yeah, ways yeah it just killed um, the early game man killed yeah. it whatever early game there was it just absolutely killed it man 
well. Exactly. So I think they've done a good job of that. And I think that the law that they've used to build up into this wipe is is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Just before we even start on the wipe itself, I think that, you know, you can applaud BSG for that because it's it's good. It's it's definitely a good thing and it's kind of gone the right way with it. So but yeah, the uh the wipe itself. So took a couple of hours, took a little bit of extra time, you know. <laughs> Yeah. A bit of downloading problems, but all in all, you know what? Like, it's not been, fingers crossed so far, it's actually been pretty good and been pretty smooth. I don't know about your experience, but for me, it's been okay. I had some, I had some horrible bugs on the end of day one where every really? time I loaded in as PMC, um, it would just, it would boot me out immediately on entry. Mm. And then I literally couldn't re-log in and I lost like three kits in a row because Ooh. there's nothing that I could do. And I was like stood in one spot, I'd load in, and then I couldn't move anywhere. I couldn't like I was running but just not going anywhere. And then that was it. Yeah. But I could play scav and then the following day it was fixed. So I actually have no idea what mm. the problem was. I think I think I saw something about potentially insuring gear causing crashes that they then patched and fixed. And I think it was this. But I'm not sure. It's now Could gone. Be the case. So, yeah, so I think it's that. But anyway, other than that, it's kinda of, it's actually been okay. It's been it's been good. Yeah. Now when you went to launch the launcher, did you have to sign in? manually do you remember no because i i left the launcher up oh is that the is that the meta strat you leave the that's, launcher that's, that's what i did so i left the launcher oh, open man so i was already logged in and then when the thing came i just pressed you know search for updates that and then, is so and then, smart. Bam, down it came so i was because, in the game like because uh, oh i couldn't actually play at the God, time so but smart. i was in the game like 30 minutes before pestily <laughs> Dude, that is genius because I launched the launcher and it's like sign in. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't had to sign in for like a whole half a year. <laughs> I don't remember my password because I had to change it before. So then I tried to, I tried to change it because I was like down to two, like one attempt left. And I, and then this happened before because if you mess up, you get locked out for an hour. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. So I'm going to change the password. I tried changing it. It didn't work. It failed. It kept crashing on the website to like a blank URL. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, great. And then I remembered it. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is it. So I try it, and it's like, please verify you're a human. And it gives me CAPTCHA. And Gigabeef on stream, I'm sitting here playing CAPTCHA Simulator. I There's the cells are right there, and the, it's like, select the crosswalks, and I'm selecting crosswalks. And then one, some of them in the middle, I can't select it. I have to click it 500 oh times, and then it selects. It was a nightmare. I was like having major FOMO, dude. I was, everyone, I was watching other. I had like other streams in the background, just watching them play the game. I'm sitting here playing Capture. So bad. So bad. you probably got chat oh. as well, like backseating you as well. No, not that square. This square. No, you forgot. You forgot to press this square at the bottom. Yeah, it was rough, dude. It was rough. But uh, yeah. you know what? Performance, like queue times, have been long, but performance mm-hmm. has been okay. Like. I did play a couple duo raids, and I've seen a couple streams where people are sort of like stuttering, like really bad as you're, and okay. it, it seems to be really bad to start a raid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty typical for Tarkov, but it's just that wipe stress load on the servers. I think really does a number. Um, yeah. But otherwise, besides the long queue times, which is like kind of comes with the territory, um, it's been pretty good. You know, I, when you say long queue times, like, what kind of time have you been having? I'm just interested. Last night I was in a 20 minute queue. Oh, wow. And then I exited out. And I think I queued again for eight minutes. And then I exited all the way out. And I added a couple more servers. And then I went to Scav Reserve at night. And there was like four people in lobby, right? 
and it took me six minutes. I got in. Okay. So, and then me and my buddy queued on Customs of the Woods, and we had like probably like eight to ten minute queues on average. Um, but that was like late at night, like one a.m. today, my time. Okay. So I don't know. Fine. They were pretty stressed. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I do find the disparity. Actually, I feel like sometimes the EU servers are actually a bit better. Maybe it's because it's like quite, slightly closer to home for them, um, mm. and it's a bit easier for them to manage. I, I'm not sure, but like I think EU has been a bit better. To be honest, like, I've not. I've actually been playing um, like more duos and trios than I've ever played because it's as I said, there's a couple of guys, um, a couple of guys I know have kind of got back into the game a little bit. So I've been kind of just like tinkering yeah. around with them um, in the odd raid, and our performance has actually been okay. I haven't seen any stuttering for them either, which has been decent. And okay. all of our raids so far have been like five minutes or less in terms of queues, which is actually, I thought, really good. There was only one, we tried to scav reserve as a, as a pair, and I just couldn't get in. That was like eight, eight minutes plus, and we just cancelled it and we did something else. But like all the PMC raids we've been doing, we've been getting into actually okay. Um, I have quite a lot of servers selected, actually, because there's there's, as you might imagine, there's a lot of, I don't know how many servers you see in, um, in your area, but obviously there's like all the European capitals all have servers under 50 ping for me. And so mm. you can pick like Paris, London, you know, like Frankfurt, whatever, like all, all of these places. And so I've got quite a few selected, which I think probably does help. But I don't know. I, I have I have heard anecdotally, I, you know, there's nothing written down on it, really, but that the EU servers can, especially at the times of stress, can perform a bit a bit better. And I don't know whether that's just because BSG like did them second or something. It's kind of like, like their next home market, you know what I mean, after kind of Moscow and, and a few others that are sort of in the Russia time zone. I'm not sure. But. It seems okay. But yeah, I mean, like, nothing's really, like, blown up. The servers haven't been on complete fire, it seems, so far. Yeah, um, they seem to be okay, for me, at least, you know. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, 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 what do we, what do we even want to start with? I actually don't even know what, do we want to start with the biggest things or the, or the smaller things? Maybe we talk about the smaller things later and just talk about the big stuff straight away. Or we go for something in the middle, to begin with. What about the secure container? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I say let's dive into it, man. I mean, I, okay. I the talk of the town is the flea market, right? That's the it talk is. of the town. That's the big thing. Um, I guess we should probably start with with that. Um, I, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll just put my take out there straight up, and and we'll we'll sort of take it from there. I think this is probably one of the best changes that has been made in a long time. And but then it there it also highlights other issues down the line with the game and the general progression. It's a move in the right direction, but other things need to change. Like you can't just stick it in and hope it fixes everything. So there's still are problems. But I think it's great. I I feel similarly and I I will say this. Selfishly, I like the change because I'm privileged enough to get the play, you know minute one of when the patch drops or at least attempt yeah. to play and you know i get to play i have more free time you know i get more you know it's just i have a lot of privilege in that aspect so it's you know i feel like it affects me less and it's also like this weird thing where it's like i don't mind the extra grinds you know what i mean yeah. um but it I definitely see how it's a big there's like definitely pros to it and there's definitely cons like I mean the pro would be that you know now things have more meaning like if, for example looting a pack of screws is like such a such a crazy rabbit hole because you could like you could sell the screws to therapists for like you know nothing you could get enough screws to barter for the hemostat or the the 
the pile of meds. I don't know. There's like it's like you you just like different one item isn't just like how much is this worth on the flea market? It's yeah. like what can this item do for me? Is can it be used in my hideout to craft something that unlocks a station that gives me an ability to craft a bunch mm-hmm. of other things? Like that's kind of you can't really put a price tag on that, you know what I mean? That's just like an an inherent value that you unlock. Or you can barter for it to get something that you could use or put it into something. Like it it just opens up. And we were talking about this a while ago about like hardcore and how like you were asking, um, oh, are you allowed to use the um the 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 hideout? And I was like, yeah, dude, if it, I think it works really well because you get an item and it has like these multi values, these multi uses to it. But whereas like with the flea market, it's just kind of like once you get the flea market, you can just sell anything and everything and then buy the things you really want. Like it doesn't yeah. it's like I don't know, it, it just like short circuits the whole progression system. But mm-hmm. I feel for the players that don't have as much time and the players are going to come late and wipe because, man, it's going to be they basically increase the power gap now because now you got to hit level 20 to get the flea market. So until then, once like let's say the average player base by three months is like level 20 and then some new guy comes along, he's level one, dude, he's like. He's at a huge disadvantage, man, because all these flea market players are going to have access to anything and everything, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's just like you said, there's some good and there's some bad. It's like highlighting the bad and highlighting the good at the same time. I, I, I honestly, my opinion is almost identical, actually. It's, it's funny because so really? I, I did like, so I played Wednesday, played Thursday, and then like I, I recorded like, stuff through i had another i had another video planned for this weekend but basically i just mm-hmm. recorded down like a 10 minute thing of just like my thoughts and maybe some changes about strategy and stuff which is going to go out tomorrow um and i did cool. a bit about the flea market and i said almost exactly that what you just said then which is really? that it's, it's good for the game it means you know the, the pre oh so i the, i pulled this, um, a stat from the wiki by the way because you know they've been compiling like the level changes so it takes you yeah. oh, actually I'm, I'm just gonna get have you seen like how much longer it takes to get to level 20 versus level 10 in xp do you know how much longer it is or how much xp it is like the xp difference (laughs) well is this after they increase the xp requirements because i've heard okay no i don't this is the new compilation it is five times longer to level 20 than it is to level 10 it is insane it's like seventy-five thousand xp now to get to level 10 and it's like 320k XP to get 20 or something. And like, for those people, Whoa. it's exactly as you said, right? Those people who start now, those people who are playing now, those people who are playing against mostly other people who are levels 5 to 15 right now, the pre-wipe experience is here. It's there for, you know, at least a, a little bit. You know, we get like a week or two of it rather than you know, maybe a couple of days. And as, you know, the, the player base as well, you know, you've got, the, you've got your player base, you've got the people who are all starting. And then after a couple of days, you'll have, a bunch of people still at level one, and then you'll let your little tail off like this, right? So once you right. once this expands out and you get to level twenty, you've got this like tail of people who are accessing the fleet, but they're quite a small number. You have all the rest of the community who are still underneath. So the majority of your fights are still going to be, you know, pre-flea market hardcore because it is effectively hardcore right now, right? You've got level one traders which are pretty useless. Yeah, you've got yeah. the hideout, and you've got um, and you've got the uh, and, and yeah, and you've got no flea market. And so it basically is like go around, like loot as much as you can. Like even with level one traders are actually okay, I think, because you can buy some basic weapons. For the most part. 
I, yeah, I, I think like for the most part, I actually don't think there's much of an issue with them, to be honest. Like after after going because no. it's quite expensive to buy the guns from them because they they are yeah the they are right. Yeah, especially if you're used to buying from the fleet. And so there was, there was a, right. an analogy that I made in making my kind of thoughts this time, which I guess I'll just share here as well, because it's I think it's good. So I picked up P90 in one of the stashes. Right? So I have a P90 and I have, a, I have two mags. I actually found another mag that I, I brought back to my stash. I have 10 rounds of SS190, and I have literally zero ability to buy any more bullets. There are none beneath Peace, Peacekeeper Level 2 is the first round that you can buy for P90. I cannot use this gun whatsoever. And that's okay, because it's super, super early game. The ammo is supposed to be rare. I'm not supposed to be running around on day two with a P90 with SS190. Right? That's crazy. But if the flea existed, there will be 20 other players out there who have found right. a magazine for the P90 with 10 rounds in it. No one is going to be wanting, like, not everyone's going to want to run a P90. So they list their SS-190s up on the flea. I buy them all from 20 other people, and I end up with 200 rounds of SS-190. Now I can run the P90 on day two. That's a problem, right? The fact that I'm looking at my stash going, hmm, I've got all these different ammo types. I'm like, what can I run here? And I'm like, oh, I've got I've got this. And I'm like, oh, well, I actually, look at the traders, look on the wiki for a minute. I was, no, I actually can't buy, I can't buy any bullets for this. Well, no wonder, because it's, you know, it's a European SMG, but I'm in post-apocalyptic Russia. This is, you know, this is not a sensible thing to be able to purchase. So I think that shows perfectly why this is good, because otherwise I would be running that gun. My P90 early game is really strong. It's like decent rounds and, and 45 recoil or something. It's insane. And high ergo too. But even then, Giga, you could even go a step further and, and say, why even run the P90? Why not just buy an M61, you know, meta SA58? Exactly. It's like once you unlock everything, you know, assuming everything's like maybe not everything's re- like priced to yeah. its performance, but it's just kind of like why even bother doing quests? Why even bother doing traders? I know the quest sucks. I know leveling sucks. Um, but again, it's like that progression. It's something to do, and it it makes you forces you to make hard decisions because beforehand it just was like there was no decision you how much is this roof worth from the flea market is this item that's taking up the slot currently worth less yes i mean it was like yes no it's like so you didn't have to think about it you know what i mean Uh, so i i don't know man i i have some more thoughts but maybe we you know we save that for a a different time but yeah i mean like the only other thing i'd say is about your bartering thing about the uses for items like doing mechanics gunsmith part one is actually so satisfying now because i was like oh you need to do the barter you need to get the elite flyers to get the elite flyers i had one but then i needed another one i've got like the three the two, one of the each of the other types barter them for an elite you know barter them in for the for the uh for the actual like shotgun thing i found the pistol yeah. grip on the scav because i couldn't buy it off jaeger even though he was unlocked but it's out of stock because everyone's bought them so i like, put that on and piece it together and then hand it in i'm just like man this is great it's super super good yeah There's some static feedback on right now. I'm gonna mute you real quick. Your phone, hold on. Okay, I got it. I got it. I cut your phone off. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your phone. Your yeah, I got it. I I just muted you in Discord on your phone, so we're good now. Oh, wait. I guess that's your phone. What I'm using. Mm, whatever the Giga Beef Two is. Yeah, that's that's actually like that's my PC. There should be no audio from there. 
That's weird. Okay. Anyway. The audio. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Um. Fine. Okay. So yeah. So that that's that's basically that. It's like it's it's been it's been cool. Um. I think like so. Oh, so you go. You go. You go. You go. The last thing I was gonna say, and you're gonna hate me for this, is <laughs> there is a bit more incentive to really maximize what you're putting in your container because now it's like okay for example this getting the salewas right mm. if you get a salewa in raid it's not really worth putting it in your container unless you want to use the salewa because yeah. it has to be found in raid right, right. um and and may, may you know maybe there's an argument to put it in your container because it is a value but if you put a um something you need to build the med station so you can craft mm-hmm. slay was in there. If you put something that's barter related that you know you could barter to do the same process. Like it's it's very interesting how it's like do you go for the Salewa that requires survival or do you go for the items that you put in your container that if you die you can still complete the quest? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very interesting how that's working out now. It, it is. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's affected my decision making on where I'm going, but it clearly affects like your sort of you know your um, player loot, loot sort of Tetris, right? Because you'll go, okay, well, Salewa, yeah, finding raid. I'll leave that in my bag. But this thing, I need the syringe, so I'll put the syringe in the in the syringe, right. because then I still have the syringe when I need. <laughs> so it affects my decision making in terms of where I put what for sure, because you're just trying to like maximize your, um, you know, the, the usefulness of the items that you have. Yes, um, yes, you definitely so... want to get value out. Of it. But see, here's the thing: is like now we're getting into a territory where the value of the secure container is less about the rubles you get and more about the intrinsic value of the ability to unlock that mm. craft or whatever, which yeah. is like, you can't really put a price tag on that. So it's like now it's, it's, if you're really struggling, I could totally see a scenario where you go in of like maybe a Makarov and nothing else. And you just rush to the first thing you can and put it in your container. And then you could see what, if it's like a bolt or a screw, that's like, for your hideout upgrade, your work, yeah. your workbench, like it's it's very interesting how it's how the interaction sort of changed because I, I don't really think that was a thing in the old meta. Like I'm sure it existed, but and you could still do it, but it was more about um, I don't know. Like before the fleet, I'll say this: before the flea market and the hideout, the secure container was all about safes because they had very valuable things you could sell yeah. to the vendors. Um, so now, now with the hideout interaction, it's kind of like, and now the flea market has been pushed back and this wipe, it's kind of opening up this new area, which is pretty interesting. And, and, um, yeah, so I've, I've used, I, I got a bolt once I died and I was like, well, it's not too bad. You know, at least I got something, which is nice, you know? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it is, it is interesting. You're kind of, yeah, the, the value is progression in the hideout, which is, yeah. It's kind of its, own, a, it's its own thing. It's like permanent too. So it's, it feels nice. It feels okay. I don't know. Yeah. There's. Oh man. I I watched another time. We'll have to talk about this. But I watched a thing on. There's a YouTube channel called uh, Game Makers Toolkit or Dev Game Makers Toolkit mm-hmm. about um, roguelikes. And yeah. Well, okay. I, I I can't wait to talk about it in the future. But okay, moving well, on. Let's, let's do that on the one. Right. Next topic. Um. Anything else for the screen container? I mean the the flea market. <laughs> <laughs> No, 
<laughs> no more for the secure container chest. No more. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, man, the, so we talked a little bit about the XP increase. I think that's going to be yeah. a huge thing. Like, that's a huge... I didn't realize it was five times. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, so it's, it's, it takes five... Yeah, it's, it's, it takes five times... I'm actually not sure how much the XP increases up per level, but yeah, it takes, like, five times as long to get to level 20 as it does to get to level 10, which is... Yeah, it's just... It oh, is a huge okay. number. It's a huge... That's a huge number, yeah, but it's not, like... It's not five times more than it was before to get to level, See, that's the same level. I'm, that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. How much more was it than before? Because yeah, that's I'm what I've heard is... Sure. They've increased some of the, and at the same time they've increased some of the trader rep requirements. I believe yes, and also bumped up. So I think now the highest rep requirement for trader upgrades is forty two for Ragman. I think you're I think, right. Someone yeah. has said forty two or forty three. Yeah, mm. yeah, which is interesting. Um, it's interesting that they're making because there was actually one line in the patch notes which I was like, what does that even mean? Which is just made getting the Kappa container harder. Basically, it said something yeah. along those lines. It was just like, Capra is now more difficult. End of story. It's just like, what's that mean? Is it like, is, is it just everything? everything's harder? Like, there's more trader requirements? Like, the quests are longer? I, I don't really know. And then people have said there's some extra quests, too. I've not reached that point at which I would have seen any of them, to be honest. So I don't know if you've seen about it. Like, I saw someone, someone mentioning it, but I've not actually gone to look at what those extra quests might be. I saw one just like on someone's stream but i don't i don't know they definitely added more quests but okay who knows? we'll have to revisit that another time yeah um, so yeah i think like progression extending out i genuinely don't think that's a bad thing at all honestly um i think it's okay for it to take a bit longer i think it's fine especially with the level 23 yeah. change yeah i mean so... the, yeah, it's considering you hit level 20 uh, and you get the flea market i mean it's it's really the max traders just kind of gives you a, a stable but you know what sorry they they can't let me finish my thought they can, it kind of gives you a stable uh you know a reliable way to get the things you want you know at a, at a flat cost you know what i mean a never changing uh, mm. uh what's the word i'm looking for consistent yeah i mean yeah, price consistent, exactly. and quantity um but i also the rumor is is that ammo has been nerfed like the scarcity of it has been lowered so like the really good ammo is much harder to get in raid hmm. i don't know about craft and stuff but that's what is the rumor on the street okay yeah, i don't see. know at the moment i've i've actually found some okay ammo i have to say i've, I've got a little i've got a, oh, I, I was quite pleased i found a 60 stack of bp for 762 and i was like it's pretty good. Hero can like start top loading some stuff into get my SKS super spicy. Yeah. Um, and I've had a couple of like Egolnik and uh, and BSs too for the five four five. So I found some okay stuff. But yeah, like it's only those I found in like any decent quantity. Everything else has been like three rounds of APSX and like ten rounds of SS one ninety and that kind of thing. I found like a, like thirteen rounds of SP six and stuff. So it's like it's it's good. I quite like having to sort of build up little stacks of like you know good ammo over time and. It's kind of, I kind of like that. Can I just say, I, I can totally see why... I'm going to jump back to the flea market, by the way. I can totally see why the veterans want a no flea market world. Because right. I have this AK in my stash that has a Zukov stock that I found in Raid. It has a, a silencer that I killed off a guy in woods that he got from looting uh, um, the USEC camp. And it's got... Um, 
it's an AKM from my hideout that I bought the Vepper and some other parts to craft it. Like it's it's got so much more such a story to it, man. Yeah. Like I, I worked for all of those parts and today I'm gonna go out and die in five seconds <laughs> when I spawn. But it's great, man. I could to- I I totally see why people want a no flea market world. I I, I can see it. So. I agree. I agree. I actually have an M4, which is the same in my stash, which has got like a oh, first comp, um, and it's got I've That's got a Bravo awesome. scope with a Delta point on top. And uh, oh my god, that's um, crazy! And so it's like actually kind of cool. But the problem is, right, the gun looks the gun looks completely sick, and it's like so close to the base stats of a base M4. It's unreal. I was like, it looks so good, <laughs> but it's just so bad. They have said actually that they've re- rebalanced some of the, the items. So, you know, obviously we can't see that yet because I, I don't even That's have access true. to the, uh, the presets. Right. I don't think. Well, do I have access to presets? What level do you need to be I presets? Think, I, think. I think they wiped them all. They have wiped them, but you... Oh, yes, because you have to be able to... Yes, because you have to re-identify all the items. Yeah. So you won't be able to pull them into the presets like we did last wipe. But I was going through and looking at a couple of um, stuff that I have discovered for like the M4, and it did kind of seem like like a lot of the compensators were like the same. I had like maybe six compensators in total, and granted, three of them are like okay. the default ones. Yeah. But someone like most of them were like either the same or actually one was like slightly worse, like one less ergonomic mm. than the default M4 flash, you know, muzzle flash hider thing. So interesting. It's yeah, yeah, I'm very interested to see once we get all the details as we yeah, continue to I play. Yeah, because I think they said like I think the line listed like countering metas with rebalancing attachments or something. Hmm. I think it said in like the notes. Yeah, so, yeah, I am. Um, you're right. So we'll have to see about that. I'm I'm intrigued, but yeah, I mean I've got this ten four. I'm just so scared to take it out. It's like, dude, I don't know about you, right? This isn't maybe going to be a slight move away from from flea and stuff, but like, it is not. The game is not easy. Dude, when you've got no gear, the game is not easy. Yeah, at all. I. Yeah, I. Yeah, when you got I've been no dying gear, a lot. Yeah. I've been Have dying you? a lot. <laughs> my first day was okay. My second day, I played for duo, and unfortunately, it was not his lucky day. So I was the cleanup guy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. man, yeah. It's, yeah, I think they, it's they just need... been it's tough. I've been, I think I've been playing too aggressive. I think that's the issue. I've been kind of playing like sort of yeah. the same as last wipe, but like overestimating. I think I kind of use the gear a little bit like in tandem with changing up my playstyle a little bit, and I need to just like chill a bit more and just relax a little bit, not be quite so pushy because I'm not really a shift W player completely, but I'm also not a kind of sit and camp kind of guy. I'm sort of in the middle somewhere, and I feel like. My middle ground is now slightly over the like before it was like yeah. here's the line and i'm here and the lines moved yeah. there and i'm playing the same and i'm just getting i'm just getting killed so it's it's interesting before you had nothing to lose and you still got that old mentality in there and now you got something to lose and it's like yeah for sure yeah well it's sure. that thing of just like i'm kind of playing i'm like well i'm not worried you know i've been through like a bunch of wipes now so it's no big deal like i know i can always make the money back kind of thing and then it's when you like try to ensure your gear to go into the next raid and it's just like better out of funds and you're like hmm. <laughs> really <laughs> all right yeah i'd be interested to know what your survival rate is um it's not well i can i'll actually launch the game back on i'll tell you in a sec but it's about i think it's about 50 percent. i think maybe a bit lower maybe really 40, i don't know yeah it's been really low you're in your, really, really in your broke that's interesting yeah, and um, it's partly because so my so my stash is completely full. My stash is a complete mm. like rammed top to bottom EOD stash, entirely filled. The entire thing. Is so filled you because, haven't been doing a lot of selling then. 
No, I've tried to sell as little as I can. You're doing. Um, you're basically like, going to hold out to the flea market. Yeah, gotcha. I'm going to do the same thing, but it's just a, it's a bit of a pain. So I've started. I've I've now cleared like a gap window. The sorting table is helping me a lot, by the way. So I'm I've cleared this like little gap window, which is kind of where stuff happens, and then everything else is just like things, just things, just all things, mostly barter stuff, to be honest. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just interesting. Yeah, let's have, let's kind of look at the stats. I've got it up here. So right now, yeah, okay. So I've done I've done twenty two raids. I've survived twelve. So I'm fifty four percent. Because to- yeah, my total I cost mean... of all items is like seven point seven mil, but I have a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah. So you you have this stuff. I thought you had no gear. You I yeah. So that, I got plenty that of gear. Sense. I don't have that much. I actually don't have that much great gear. I have like I have lots of like very mediocre gear. Sure. Sure. So sure. I can run a lot of kits. Um, but it's just all kind of junk, which is the issue. <laughs> my my plan, and I wonder if this is more because I'm on the standard account, but I, I did a video, uh, I think it was yesterday, about sort of my thoughts on the meta, chain, like how these changes will affect the meta and maybe your decision making. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought of was like, well, now since flea market is level 20, the therapist level two, I think that's, that level eight you can get that with enough rep or is that level 13 it's level 13 i think okay now okay. i don't know what it was before but yeah 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 and um that gets you the junk box right you can buy it so that's going to be sort of my plan is just to like get the junk box early because before what it was is you would get level 10 sell everything yeah as you unlock therapist and you buy the junk box but now it's like kind of the inverse now i have to like <laughs> sell all the stuff for nothing <laughs> yeah meanwhile yeah i forgot you were playing standard actually that makes a huge huge difference eod has had an enormous buff with this level 20 thing an absolutely enormous buff like it was it was obviously good before but now it's like just clear miles i mean it, it, it's five times better than it was right it takes you five times as long you can find five times many items it's five times the opportunity cost of not being able to keep this stuff and having to sell it all to the traders so it's it's just i think that that is quite a big a big difference actually like the standard account players it cannot be easy yeah yeah but um i think it's fine because as long as long as you just sell stuff frequently that that you're not going to use like you know you're not going to use like anything i can buy off the trader i just sell like even if it's a mag with ptgzh in it like a mp5 mag even you know, I'll just be like, well, I can just buy this anytime. I'll just sell it, you know, yeah. until I like actually need to run it. So I think that's, that's kind of my advice for the standard account players. But um, can we talk about scav karma? Y- yes, let's talk about scav karma next. That's a good idea. What do because you think? I that scav reserve raid that I load into, I looted for the whole thirteen minutes that was left in the raid. I'm going to my extract. I'm full of loot. Okay. Now, mind you, at the start of the raid, I killed the player scav. Okay. I, I spawned in. I was moving forward, and I hear him sprinting, and he prones on the body. Well, I'm like, well, shoot. <laughs> Let me get that loot. You know what I mean? So I killed yeah. him. <laughs> and then as soon as I went to prone the body, I started getting shot at by scavs, rightfully so. So anyways, I mind my own business. I loot. I come across these player scavs, right? There's two of them. We're near the extract. I walk up to them, and that we sort of like just like ran to each other so i immediately just start wiggling as we like stare at each other and you know i'm just like whatever so i run i i like run to the next spot i'm gonna loot 
And then as I'm looting, this guy shoots at me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm on reserve. You know the bunkhouse where it has like the jacket? It's it's there's like a red shack behind it. Um you, you it's a spawn you can spawn in. Which side uh, whereabouts on the map? Like you're looking at the map. North east ish. It's kind of near CP fence, checkpoint fence. I, I think so, yeah. I think so. Um it's kind of near it's in in between checkpoint fence and the gas station. Okay, yeah, yeah, I didn't I know what you mean. By the hole in the barbed wire wall and fencing. Yeah, so I I'm I'm inside that little shack. And in the garage, there's a staircase beneath the van that has the toolbox. So that's where I go to run and loot after we'd like wiggle each other. And then I, this guy's shooting at me, and it scares me so much, Giga, that I jump and I alt tab my game, and I have to alt tab <laughs> back in. As I'm alt tabbing back in, he shoots at me again. I, my screen comes up, and I see he's missed me both times. And I'm like, "Are you right. serious?" I kill him, but of course, because he didn't hit me, I lose scav karma. You know. Yeah. And then his buddy comes around, and then he kills me as I'm like, because I'm literally stuck inside. And I was just like, I am so I'm, I'm never killing. I'm 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 always killing scavs. I don't care that your player scav. I was pretty tilted. But when I first played my first raid, I forgot about scav karma, so I instantly, just instinctively, killed mm. another player scav because I heard someone around the corner, and I was just like ready to shoot, you know. And I managed yeah. to sh- kill him. And I didn't get penalized. I got a bonus because he managed to hit me first in the leg. So the system's interesting. I know there's been a, been some like feedback on it and some criticisms. And I think they've like just recently have been patching that. I want to say. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts about it? So I'm still slightly confused as to the mechanic because I've seen some people say that if you get hit, but you don't die. You still lose karma when you kill them. You only gain karma if they have shot and killed another scav. I so think I'm that's not actually the case. sure. I'm actually not yeah. sure it's true. So it's just it's really that, okay. Yeah. My basic thoughts are implementing it without VoIP is pointless. <laughs> and based. <laughs> the system itself for scoring who is hostile from a scav perspective is fundamentally flawed. I don't I actually don't think Scavcar was very good personally. I, I don't think I don't think the game's ready for it. I think they needed void first beforehand. Because like so take for example one of the first raids I played on Factory of Scav. I've got mm-hmm. an SV ninety eight. There's a dude inside on the um on the staircase. He pops some shots off at me and a friend. We like run up to the side of the stairs. It's like well okay this guy's clearly hostile, right? He is a hostile scav. He is shot at us. Is he is he a player scav? Is he a PMC? I'm not actually even sure. I can't talk to the dude because all I can do is go using F1, right? Right. right. How do I tell him, like, you know, or get him to do a voice line so at least I can figure out if he's a PMC or a scav, like if he's a scav, then maybe say, hey, man, I'm friendly, you know, like, don't shoot me in the head. So what happens instead, right? I don't really have any choice other than come up through the stairwell, see him looking directly down at me and just no scope him with the SV-98 straight through the face and lose 0.02 of my rep with fence. So I'm like, okay, well, that, that really, really sucks. Another raid, right? I'm like, get shot at by a guy, kill one guy, lose some rep. There's another guy who's not even shooting at me. I'm just like, well, screw this system. You know, I don't even care anymore. Do him, gain plus 0.1 rep because he's shot like another, <laughs> another scav. So I was like, how am I supposed to know? Right? This, is not, this is not a useful system to, yeah. to figuring out who's hostile yeah. and who's not. Because if, I can't, if, if the only way of me knowing that someone is hostile is me 
witnessing them kill other players. Exactly. And it's realistic, but the whole thing is completely stupid in the first place because how does Fence know? Right, it's like, like none of like it's just like it doesn't make any sense, man. Like yeah. you know, maybe you lose reputation if someone else sees you. Like if an AI scab sees you kill another scab, I don't know. There needs to be some better thing though, where it's like if you get shot at in your general vicinity, there's got to be some way of doing it in the sensible threshold, right? Like if you get shot at in the you know your general vicinity, I know like if you if you're with a friend and they're fighting someone else, then you know and there's someone really close and they kill someone who's really close to you, then it would still tag you as being unfriendly, maybe to you or something. There, there must be a better way of doing it the way that they're in place now. It must be. I think it has potential, but I I am a bit worried they're going to get a little too detailed with all these rules and lines of code, if you will. And I almost feel like a more spiritual-esque approach would be a better thing. I mean, one of the things you said was, like, VoIP basically would, like, greatly help the system. Yeah. Um, I just, I, another thing that comes to mind is like, you can't like if, um, I think clean said this in a video, if they had like a low ready position where you're like gun, you still have your gun out, but your gun is not aiming at them. It's like, you're just like, you know, having it against your belly or I guess how it would look, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, it's, you're not switching to your knife. You know what I mean? So that yeah. way, because you don't know what this guy's going to do. And then, like you said, if you had VoIP, it would just be like, you see someone and be like, hey, I'm friendly. And then this guy is like, oh, I'm friendly too. And then you could be like, oh, identify yourself. And then he hits F1 and it's like a USEC voice. And then, you know, he's a USEC. So now you can like infer I'm this faction. This is what this does if we interact and shoot each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, there's, there's, it adds, Another thing I thought of, let's say I want to work with someone without VoIP. How do I communicate to him that I need this thing? You know what I mean? Like if he Mm -hmm. has something that I need or, you know, like how do we communicate? It's like, it's so. You can't. It's, 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 it's really rough, man. It's really rough. And I just, I'm, I, I hope they keep playing with it and tweaking it because I, I think they have something pretty unique with like the RPG side of, of it all, you know, like the, the fence yeah. reputation and, and that stuff. But I almost just feel like you could just add VoIP and take out Scav Karma and then the system would just, you, you don't even need a rule set. You know what I mean? People are going to work together, don't want to work together. And then people that, you know, don't want to work together, don't want to work together. But at least we can communicate that to each other effectively. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of agree. Like VoIP, you know, VoIP would be like four, and Scavcom is like a one. You know, without it, it's just like with both. I actually think it's better personally, but that's just my opinion. But like sure, with just sure. with just Scavcom, it's just a it's just a one. I think it's just a, it's like without VoIP, it just feels like a random system. It's like how can I, as a player, make sensible choices other than to, which is so my default right now at this stage after the after the first little bit of just like playing a bit and still being in the kind of like kill scouts mentality. Which I, I tried not to most of the time. There was a couple of times when I really had to. Now I'm in the case of I'm just like, if I die on a scav run to another player scav, so be it. I'm just not going to kill anyone. I'm not going to kill any of them unless they're clearly, clearly, clearly like shooting at other people and they're you know act- actively hostile that kind of thing. Because I just don't know whether yeah, it's more interesting to try to increase your scav reputation than it is to not. But even with that mentality, it's like how precise, how exactly are you supposed to go and do that? 
And I, I would quite like it if there's some way to actually figure out who is hostile. I don't know how you do it, to be honest, but like, it well, would be kind of cool. Um, but I just don't know how you'd make it work in a way that's not kind of gimmicky. I'm not sure. Exactly. And, and I think that's the hardest part because they would, you basically have to add so many criterias. And at the end of the day, once you have like all these rules, someone is going to find the most min max way to do it. Like, okay, so yeah. for example, me and a buddy were scav doing on customs, okay? And of course, it was his unlucky day, but we hear shots going off on customs and we look and it's like player scavs killing AI scavs or other scavs. Mm-hmm. And so we kill them um, and we get points, right? And so now we're like heading to the extract because he's got stuff he needs and I'm I'm off looting uh, somewhere else on the map. And he starts getting attacked by more player scavs. And so he's fighting them off. I'm trying to help. I come over there. I think he kills a couple and then I kill the last guy. I probably gained like 0.7 points just from killing player scavs who killed other player scavs but when they kill other player scavs they lose 0.01 i think and i think it scales upwards like the more you do it it's like yeah it, it goes like 0.03 0.07 um but it, it is kind of cool because it's like if i see a player scav and he's walking around of like i don't know an, an alton or he i just saw him with a gpu I am I am sort of like with a decision to make. Do I kill this guy for this thing that's really valuable or do I value my scav karma? Like that part's kind of interesting to me, right? I'm yeah. not sure if it will always be so cut and dry or maybe it will be more ambiguous, but... Yeah, I don't know. And I think the... like... Well, oh, sorry, all, all I was going to say is it really depends on what the rewards are because we don't, we don't really know exactly what you can do yet. Since you do it on there, we'll see. Um... carry on what were you gonna say no you're fine i was just gonna say um the other thing that kind of bothers me is that you can level up your scav karma on your pmc when you take the vehicle extract i thought that was very odd i also thought it was weird because that's clearly going to be the easiest way of making go up yes and then i understand you know fences like the lore master guy or not the lore master guy but he's like that's like his thing, the car extract. It's like related in the lore to him. I understand that. But I just don't think a PMC action should affect a scav karma system. I don't know. It, sure. it doesn't It doesn't really... I th- I've always thought of those two, like scav and PMC, as separate entities, even though they yeah. do. It is sort of a shared thing within your stash. Um. I don't know. That seems really weird because, like you said, the easiest thing things can do is just go woods of cash and take that extract every time, you know, or go customs and take that extract every time. And you get a lot of points with it, too, by the way. <laughs> like, a lot of points. Apparently. It seems flawed. I, I don't like that. I agree. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But we'll see. Now, they have made some changes. I didn't want to, like, uh, list a few. Um, the fence reputation now won't decrease if the player killed a scav who attacked first. So ah, I okay, think fine. they fix that for you. Yeah. Um, there is some other stuff, but the other thing I saw was just now that was a bit of a question mark. So fix the bug with a small amount of available scav extracts. Okay, that that was something that people were saying that scav karma, and I was not convinced because PMCs were not able to extract. I think it was PMCs on shoreline. So yeah. I think there was some bugs with the extracts. But that, so the scav one seems to be fixed. 
Well, that scav one um, was and, quite funny, right? Because the scav one was like you could spawn into interchange or something, and then yeah, and then there's only the only extract that you got given yeah. was the shared PMC scav one, which is like super funny. Oh, PMC, let me wiggle at you. Boom, dead. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, are you kidding me? Yeah, never. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ben's reputation now doesn't decrease. Oh, oh yeah. So it doesn't decrease when killing raiders as a scav. That's oh. a big question mark for me. Yeah. Doesn't decrease when killing raiders. Yeah. That is weird. Okay. Right. Fine. <laughs> I'm not sure what the implications of that are. That you can go so, farm raiders as a scab still, but. Does raiders include Gluhar's guard? I don't think it does, because when you're doing that quest, I think you have to actually kill. Actual raiders. I don't think you can kill boss guards and complete it. If I remember but correctly, can you do that quest as a scav? No, but I'm just talking about the general determination in the game of what is a raider. Oh, um, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so, huh? That I don't like that change. I don't like that at all. Because <laughs> that just incentivized reserve farming even more. Yeah. So I don't know about that change. It's a big question. Um, okay, so we man, there's so much to talk about. What do you think about the bushes? The bush changes, I actually think, is pretty huge. It's probably one of the bigger changes of this wipe that's kind of hidden and is one of the more subtle things that makes actually a big difference. And um, basically, bushes are really OP, and this is a nice little nerf to them that also fits in with kind of realism too, which is which is yes. good. I think it's good. I I like that you can. When you're running through bushes, it slows you down. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, the proning in bushes, I'm not too sure about from that same I think perspective. It's okay because it's hard to crawl into a thick bush, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's for not, sure. not easy. For sure. I think it's okay. I think like maybe people was kind of too hidden, like to be on the outskirts of it, because you can still get quite close. But then it kind of blocks. Maybe they need to change your gun a little bit because it blocks like you, the way that you turn at the moment, which is a bit a bit rubbish. If they fix that, so you can get into like the outside of it and like brush up against it and use it as cover, that's okay. Or like concealment, and that's kind of okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just like embedding yourself in the center of bushes was kind of was kind of too powerful and a bit silly. in the center. You could do it with really, yes, yeah, you could do it with like no real penalty, right? So now there's some risk right. reward to doing it. It's like you can push yourself quite close and like get in and like be lying down or whatever, and you're still not really going to be seen, I don't think. But you have to choose now between like, can you stand up easily? You might have your gun locked a bit by the bush next to you. I think they could tweak it a little bit so it's a bit easier when you're prone. But yeah, I think when it when you're crouched, it's kind of good now. You can be sat in the center. And it's like if you get caught, you're at a third speed, but you're harder to see. So it's, you know, it's a balance. Bit of a trade-off. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like no, that, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, on that note, though, they did adjust the prone movement in bushes. So I haven't played. This is, this is supposed to be patching today at um, 21.15 Moscow time. I don't know what when that is. Um, so 20. maybe, maybe you is... got a better conversion. That, yeah, that's a pro- that's about eight PM my time. So that was about two hours ago, I think. Oh, okay. no, no, maybe maybe earlier, maybe six. Oh yeah, it's, it, it's, six it's eleven minutes ago. It, it maintenance is complete, so we'll have to okay. try that out and see how that I'll works. Because um, yeah, it the other really thing I noticed, it, it does really. What was that? 
it, it did really really block you before like if you tried to lie down in the bush then you just couldn't you couldn't hardly turn it was horrible so well see that's uh, the other thing i noticed i was on woods on top of a uh, big big rock and i was prone and i couldn't actually change my x-axis i could only uh, shift up and down on the y-axis yes. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I was like on a rock that was slanted either slightly down or slightly up. I can't say for sure. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I want to say some maybe one peg or maybe it was in the patch notes they talked about that change where it's like prone is now more restrictive on certain slopes perhaps. I'm not too sure, so we'll have to like okay. see how that plays out yeah. um, i don't really like that too much i don't like them with the, the positional restrictions i think they're annoying you know you could do it in real life sort of like there's ways you could make it work sort of yeah yeah it is kind of yeah to be like get... oh you've got like a fixed line and like above that look, there's no go you know it's kind of it's kind of pain like oh you'd have to make it more nuanced though and then they're not going to do that now it's not an important change so yeah yeah interesting stuff um was there any other stuff you want to talk about I guess the one other thing to talk about is um, weapon durability and jams. Um, yeah. Have you had any? No. I have also not had any yet. And I'm probably using like 50% scab weapons, I would oh, say. Really? And they're like, yeah, and they're down at like 50% durability. I'm not really mag dumping people, though, I have to say, because like the guns don't really allow that at yeah. this stage of the white, in my opinion. But I'm still, <laughs> I'm still to get a jam at all. Sorry, on that note, I don't know what it is. I kind of want, I don't know if I have good footage because I didn't stream or record yesterday, but I feel like there's some weird inaccuracy on guns in general. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't really put my finger on it, but I, I just like, I full autoed with a PP19 and I'm adjusting my recoil to, to be on this target and I can see I'm like, on target like okay i can vividly remember this one i was on woods mdr we were probably like 15 meters away and this guy's crouched looking at me and i'm mag dumping him and i don't understand how he's not dead like i was just like where are my bullets going and then the other thing i noticed was when i was shooting my pp19 on a different woods way raid there was like a tree next to me that was like five feet sorry maybe like a foot or you know 0.3 meters to my right right and it's just like i have a pso scope and i'm shooting at this guy you know maybe like 25 uh 30 meters out and i'm tapping and i see a bullet hit nothing but it like hit a like a wood particle mm-hmm. um popped up like what what's the what's the term a when the bullet hits something, it impacts. It leaves like that bullet impact. I don't know what it is. Something feels really weird. And the other thing I heard, I know I'm talking a lot, is the weapon durability affects your accuracy, and that's got me really worried. I ha- yeah, I've heard about that too. I don't know if it actually makes a huge difference. Yeah, I don't know. Well, th- I think that's going to need to be more testing, to be honest. Yeah. And does it actually does it? Does it reflect straight in the MOA, or is it like a second stat that's layered? I don't know, That would be my know, question. Man. That would be my question. So you have to go and like look at a stock AKM or something versus like a busted one and then see if the MOA is different. Yeah, it would be nice if it was reflected point. in the actual stat. Yeah, but what I was going to say about your in- impression of like where bullets are going and stuff, like mm-hmm. I think I've had a similar experience, and I 
have come from it from a different like explanation because I had quite mm-hmm. a few. Cause I, so I was like, I was gonna, I was swearing by the MP5 last wipe, right? And I started using it extensively this wipe as well. And I just cannot kill anybody with this gun, Church. It is not working for me whatsoever. And I, I feel that, I don't know whether you've seen the same, but for me, it feels like there's a lot of level four armor around really, really early, which is, it didn't seem to be the case last time, but you get a lot of it in your stash. If, I don't know if you get any of your standard, but you get like two troopers and there's like, Aren't new rigs for scabs which are level four, and then there's a store thing which is level four, and there's like there's level seems to be level four everywhere. And my my the MP5 is having real trouble with PST ammo. It just does not go through that stuff whatsoever. Like I I mag dumps like two guys, both of them with the MP5. Neither of them died and like ran, managed to run away. And I had like and then they ended up killing me, and I had like 350 to body, but then 350 to armor as well. And I was like, really? And I feel, that, I don't know, I just feel like there's maybe a bit too much armor early. And so a lot of the kills that I think I should be getting, because, you know, just like your, you're just like your general heuristics of like, this guy should be dead, right? Because you're using you're right. forces, they make 55A1 or whatever. Right. It's just like right. the guy's not dead because, you know, you have a 30 rounder, you hit with like, you know, maybe like 12 of them or something. Because it is like, it is a bit spray, right? These guns aren't laser beams. So you hit with like 12 of them. And then, you know, of, of those 12, like six or seven get absorbed. And then one of the five that are remaining, it goes like, you know, arm, arm, a bit in stomach. Maybe you hit thorax once or something. And then and then you die. And then you're like, man, that sucks. <laughs> and I think it might just be like early wipe symptom in some ways, just because arm is very effective. And I do I do really think there's too much level four around. That is one criticism that I would have of the early wipe. There's too much level four. But level four at the moment should be something to be kind of like, you know, aspiring towards because a, because there are only five levels of armor right level one doesn't exist yeah. for all intents and purposes and right. so to skip two and three and go straight to four it's like well there's only three left there's only four five and six right and like five is a ways away so level four now to be the routine round it basically makes um 762 because i, I said before that 762 ps i think would be um would be good and now i'm kind of coming to the conclusion that it's basically the only round you can use to go for headshots because it's really 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 decent yeah. Um so I can confirm that the guy that I mag dumped was wearing class four armor and I did indeed zero it out because my buddy had to come around. Like after I mag dumped, I was just like shocked he wasn't dead, went behind a cover and he was like, Don't worry, church, I got him and he went and flanked them and, and you know shot him in the head. But it was it, it's it's like I don't know that he's having he has mag um level four armor. I don't know if it's that my recoil on my gun is so high, and I don't know if it's that my durability. I don't know if it's like the server. You know what I mean? There's like so yeah. many unknown variables. Like I wouldn't want this, but just imagine there was hit markers, and yeah. it like had a hit marker for armor. Then I wouldn't know. Like okay, I'm hitting this guy, but whatever happened with that PP19, dude? I'm serious, Giga. It was like I was right on him. I shot, and then I went to shoot again, and it. I could like see the bullet go down and it hit nothing in like a wood particle. See, that's weird. That it was weird. that that was like, what's going on? Because I was I, again, I was I was shooting nine mil at guys that probably had level two or higher armor. Um, but to your point about level four armor, I do think that scavs with level four armor is a bit extreme. Um, I would say that 
a good rule of thumb is that because there's so much level four armor in the game, I think level four armor probably should be like the average um criteria, maybe like the the mid tier average, if you will. Um, like something to really strive for, to your point. So yeah, I, I there is a lot that yeah. So I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I tough. have I think I found one off a scav, and I have that that really heavy green one. Um, otherwise, I just got yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, now I think about it, most of the armor I get off is off scavs. I did, I did get a gazelle out of a, a cache, and this is one nice. thing that I do want to touch on is I almost think that caches should not have armors or high tier ammo. I'm sort of of the mindset that. Having that on specific things would just be a better system, but that—that's a whole can of worms. We'll—we'll we'll save that for another day. That is a whole can of worms. I mean, my very quick two cents on that is, I actually don't yeah. mind small amounts of ammo being in the caches, but but big armor pieces so. are too binary. They're too big. It's too much. Like to be able to go around and collect lots of little bits of ammo is fine, but armor is either just like it's either a whole piece of level five or not. So it's true. Uh, I kind of half agree. I like the ammo though, in like a small quantities. I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Um, anything else, man? I mean, that there's. I'm sure we missed a ton of things, but probably missed stuff. But I think that's. I think that's mostly. That's mostly everything. I mean, we didn't even really talk about factory expansion, but I mean, it's been. It's been fun. I like it. I enjoy it. Um, yeah. To get us really hard, and uh, you know, I think they cool, did a good like, job. Yeah. Keeping it and, um, the same feel. It feels the same. It's got a good feel to it, so so it's okay. Uh, I was, show, I was showing a friend who hasn't played for a while, and he was like, we were walking around in some of the extended tunnels, and he was like, man, I'm getting some real like gold my fields down here. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I could totally feel that. That's awesome. <laughs> so I think they've done a good job with that. But yeah, other than factory expansion, which, like, honestly, like, it's, it, hasn't, it hasn't changed a great deal for me. Um, I think that's that's kind of it, I would, I would say. Um, other than that, like, I'm just I'm having a blast. It's a good time. It's fun to feel that, like, things are scarce, and that, you know, you're having to min-max stuff, and it's, like, hard decisions about what you take, and even what you take in, it's like, do I take the big bag? And at one point, I was running out of bags, so I was like, okay, do I like, do I take a bag for this raid, or like, do I just go and find one, or kill a scab and go find one? I'm, I don't know. It's uh, trying to like. You know the other the thing. It's gonna be good. It's, uh, it's, it's good. Say, say that last part again. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, I was just saying, like, just trying to min-max everything and being like, you know, which which weapon's good? Do I want to give semi-auto with something good or like full auto? Try name for headshots, but I've got loads of recoil. It's just like trying to like, you don't, you can't just like pick all the good stuff and just go. Yes, right, it's nice. Yes, the the the. The uh, tough decisions, you know, those difficult choices. That's what makes it fun and interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other part I like is that I I have to be conscious of my food and energy. Mm. You know? Yes. Whereas, like, before, it was just, like, right, every raid, eat, heal, click, you know, it's just, like, you click, click, click. It's like they, it's like it might as well not even exist because it, yeah. it's just, like, an extra step to the process. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. very cool now because now it's, like, I need food. <laughs> I need to loot food. I'm running low on food in my stash. You can't know what really I mean? buy it. You can't really buy it. That's right. You can maybe craft it if you've done all these other things to unlock the ability to craft it. You know, it's 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 on that note too. Pro tip: if you have your uh, level one pooper station, you can drink your waters down to one out of sixty and use it in the craft to make the scab backpack. <laughs> so some, that's some min max primo. Yeah, stuff. there you go. There you... <laughs> I love it. I love it. I still need a toothpaste. I cannot find one. I don't actually have it yet. I haven't found any of the stuff for the pooper yet. So, oh, terrible, terrible. Yeah, 
Dude, it's good. Cool. Even finding the stuff in the hideout is 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 good. So it feels so rewarding, man. <sighs> it does. It does. I'm pleased. It feels so good. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Cool. Right. Well, um, I guess just some quick housekeeping stuff. Um, Scav Talk Discord is work in progress. It's coming along. You know, it's coming along. I've worked on it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, probably eventually we'll do some. Uh, once the server's up, we'll do like some applications for some mods to kind of help out and facilitate it all. But um, looking forward to that. Uh, be sure to check us out on Anchor Scav Talk slash. No, anchor slash, anchor.fm <laughs> slash scab talk. Uh, if you want to get featured on the show, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you guys and your experiences or any questions you want us to answer. That'd be awesome. And um, anything else, Kiko? Play more wipe. Let's go. Let's go, boys. Let's get go, Spain to raid. <laughs> Catch right, later, everyone. Have a fantastic time. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week.